Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back. Relax. Listen. And we're going to have a conversation that's going to be, let's say, less than exciting. And we hope that this conversation will allow you to sort of just chill, lie back, and drift off. I want to thank you for joining us. We hope that you will listen and sleep. And I am your host, Marco Timpano. And I am your co-host, Nidhi Khanna. Marco, today you are wearing a lovely green plaid shirt. Um, And plaid seems to be all over the place these days. Yeah, in the last few years, plaid has sort of really come into fashion, let's say, or come back into fashion. Mm -hmm. I have a great plaid story. Have I ever told it to you? No. So I had a gig that I had to get some wardrobe for. And it required me to be a lumber mill manager. Oh. So this particular gig that I had required me to wear plaid because Naturally. that was that was the sort of look of that they were going for with regards to this lumber lumber mill manager. I, I don't think there's any other look you could go for well, when you're dealing with a lumber industry, industry. say at, at whole, right? Because Plaid is often associated with lumberjacks. Yes. It's also associated with um, kilts. Yes. Or tartans. Yeah. I think in North America you can say plaid or tartan, and it means the same thing, if I'm not mistaken. So anyways, this was, oh, Nitty, this was maybe 15 years ago, let's say. Okay. Maybe maybe between 10 and 15 years ago. Okay. And plaid was not in fashion at that time. Ah. So I had to get myself three plaid shirts. Because I was playing three different people who worked in the lumber industry, not just a mill manager. There was other, I can't even remember the characters, but they were all involved in the lumber industry. And what they wanted for look was plaid and khaki. Did, did you have to get three different types of, plaid. types of plaids mm-hmm. and different colors or, or styles, styles or whatnot? They or just whatever. had to look distinct, distinct um, because... They wanted it to be really differentiate the characters. Nitty, I went to every single store 
no one had plaid. Really? At the time, no one had plaid. And of course, I had some colleagues too who were also looking for plaid because they were doing different roles that required plaid and they were having no luck. So then I went to thrift shops thinking, okay, well, certainly we'll find plaid at thrift shops. It was so hard to find plaids and I was able to find, I went to three different thrift shops and I found one plaid shirt that fit me in each thrift shop. The last thrift shop I bought, quite simply, the ugliest plaid shirt you could ever, ever find. Now, how can it be... So so when I think of plaid, I, I simply think of sort of the square pattern and mm. the black and the red. So what made this one so ugly in comparison to other it plaid shirts? Forest green, crimson red and white oh. and they were there was big swatches of white or big I don't know how you would call it like lines of white oh. and when I wore it it made me feel very silly if I looked in the, weird, I'm like, wind, in the window in the mirror I would be thinking to myself what am I wearing this looks ridiculous mm-hmm. right cut to a few years back when plaid came into style or was back in fashion Sure. Even today, you can go to almost every store and you'll find plaid. Oh, plaid's back in a big way this you know, year. Nitty. So I dig out these costumes or wardrobe that I had for a particular gig, and I start wearing them. And my ugly plaid shirt becomes this cool, unique plaid that no one has because it was an older plaid shirt that sure. I found 10 years ago in a thrift store. Mm-hmm. So it would just indicate to you how old this plaid shirt could possibly be and I wore it and I loved it and I think I still have it and if I have it I'll show you next time I'm, I'm, I hope I have it but I, it, it was a little bit short in the sleeve was the problem so because you became like a hipster fashion icon I'm telling you and then most recently I had to do a photo shoot for headshots as an actor needs headshots and I picked this as a casual shirt and it's plaid and now you can and I remember talking to my colleague and saying do you remember how hard it was to find plaid when we were doing that particular gig? And she was like, it was nearly impossible. And she goes, and I'm like, now you can't shake a stick without seeing a plaid shirt of some sort. You know what they say, when you're looking for something, of course. you can never find it. Because I was also looking for bed sheets, or not bed sheets, what do you call um, bed, the top cover. Bed. Like the duvet cover? Yeah, like duvet covers or bedspreads. That's what I'm trying to say. Bedspreads that have a beach feel to them. So uh-huh. I was looking for, you know, ones that might have sand dollars sure. and starfish on them. Or that might just be colors of the sand in the ocean for my cottage. Nitty? Still, or like anchors and... Nautical themed Nautical themed things. I'm doing the hand signal for a steering wheel for a ship or a ship wheel. Um, and nothing. I can't find them. And so I, I, we bought other bedspreads, but I'm sure in a year they're going to be all the rage. Oh, I'm sure. Do you have any plaid that you wear or have worn in the past? I'm not a big plaid fan. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big uh, patterns on my shirts. What about kilts? Because I know like plaid is often associated with... 
so the I, Scottish kilt. Yeah, I think part of my sort of disengagement from plaid is the fact that I went to a school where I had to wear a kilt. Oh, so you had a uniform. I had a uniform. I went to a uniform school. Did you? In our school, um, the women had to wear a dark blue, like a navy blue, and green, and a lighter green plaid. What was your plaid? Pretty much the same. Okay. It was like a navy blue and green um, plaid. And did you... Did you not enjoy wearing the kilt? Was it problematic? No, I mean, it was fine. It's just that once you've worn a particular item of clothing for so long, when you're younger, you kind of associate it with that time. Not not that it was a bad time, but it it just... I don't need any more plaid in my life. (laughs) What about... You know how Burberry Mm -hmm. is kind of like a plaid? Yeah, see, I find that a little bit like I'm not... I don't want someone to recognize a label when I'm walking down the street or something like that. So you like wouldn't that. want a Burberry scarf or like, you know, I think they're famous for like a, I want to say a rain jacket. The, the inside yeah. has the Burberry kind of. Like so the tartan. Yeah. So that's not your, you're not in, into Burberry at all. No. Right? I'm not wow. into like, yeah, I'm not into like big kind of name brand, sure. like luxury brand items um or or if i am like i have a couple of things but you wouldn't recognize them with the branding sure um so yeah i don't like i won't wear things that have you know how there's some shirts and and or even t-shirts let's say that have brand names on it whether it be like a running shoe brand or like an emporio armani will often brand stuff i don't I, i won't wear i don't like it i don't like to wear someone else's name or label I'm not a billboard is how I feel, hmm. but I would buy something of high quality. That would be a brand Absolutely. name, but I just prefer not to have it on display. Makes sense? Yeah, no, totally. Like I find it odd when I see, you know, even like the Burberry rain jackets for like dogs or, or for, what? It, for, for dogs, oh, like, for dogs. or, or when I see little babies or kids dressed up in like luxury brand named um, clothing because right. it just to me it doesn't make sense. I but... had Burberry cologne. Oh, I like Burberry yeah, cologne, and I yeah. like the cl- I like the scent of yeah, that. Yeah, that stuff's good. Or even like a Burberry wallet would be nice, you sure. know, something like that, a little bit more low key. Um, but did you know that now mm-hmm. in this day and age, yes, Marco, apparently you know when you get like a, a baseball cap. Right. Like with a team, a sports team's name. Sure. Let's say we're in Toronto, so the Toronto Raptors cap. There's like um, a sticker that goes on it, like a uh, like a silver or gold sticker that basically says, you know, um, this is an authentic. Right. That it says that says it's it's not a, it's it's associated with the NBA yeah. league or whatever. Yeah, and it's usually at the like. Um, if you the, have the top, if you have the, the flap, lid. Okay, yeah, yeah, the lid, but like at the bottom. Sure. So the other, the underside, the underside, yeah. but it's still visible if you don't take it off. Right. And so the other day I was talking to, um, this young person that I work with and he had a cap on with that. And I was like, Oh, you forgot to remove your sticker. And he's like him and another young person kind of looked at me and they started laughing and they were like, Nidhi, that's the whole thing now. And I was like, I didn't know. There you go. I didn't know. Even I knew that. What? Did you really? No, I've you seen didn't. it. I've seen it. Yeah, what's you fun- didn't know. You know what's funny, Nidhi, is that um, our next show mm-hmm. is going to be about doing NBA um, fantasy pools. Oh, I was yeah. talking to Trevor and he was like, 
I was like, can we do an episode on that? And he goes, of course. So stay tuned. We're talking about NBA now, but you're going to hear more about it in an upcoming episode. Do you like basketball? Not really. No? I, I'm, I mean, I can appreciate the difficulty, and I can certainly appreciate the teams the, in the NBA. Sure. And the talent that goes into it. I think because I was never great at basketball in mm. grade school and high school, that I never really got a love for it. I have friends who are just huge. Have you Le- seen a game live? I have, I have seen okay. a, Raptor, a Raptors game live, and I had really good tickets. I won them for, for, for winning a contest at work on oh, the na- naming something. And, um, and I went to it, and I'll be honest with you, I was a little bit bored. Really? But I think it's also because I don't fully understand the sport well mm. enough to really enjoy it in. I mean, I certainly root for our home team, which is the Raptors, as you said. But above and beyond that, I do love their gear, their We the North yeah. logo, or yeah. their yeah. I think that's pretty brilliant. So I I love everything about the team, except, except watching, the the sport, watching the game. So. Is there like a particular game that you do enjoy watching, or are you not like a big watch sports? Here's my person? thing: I get bored very quickly mm-hmm. watching. Mm. Uh, I prefer to play. But I do enjoy, and I think we may have mentioned this, I do enjoy watching Olympic sports. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, And I particularly enjoy watching the Winter Olympic sports. So that's my thing. I'll, I'll tend to watch more national sporting events mm-hmm. versus team sporting events where the sure. players make millions of dollars. I don't know. I just I lose interest. Yeah. But I can appreciate people who, like I can certainly appreciate people who enjoy that and watch it and are huge fans like my brother-in-law Steve and Trevor, for example, and I certainly appreciate it, but it's not my thing. Mm. How about you? I enjoy watching basketball, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I would rather watch something live than um, a recorded show, however, uh, not a recorded show, a but recorded like, a, game like a game on television, like on television. A, broadcast, a broadcast. Exactly, except... I once saw a NHL hockey game, Toronto... Maple Leafs against random team. It was amazing to be at Maple Leaf Gardens at the time and just watch a hockey game. I it was so fast paced, so wonderful. Anyways, sorry to to, no, to no. cut you off there. You were saying with the exception of um, I totally I threw you off. Um, uh, oh, the exception. Like I, I if I'm going to a sports bar and mm-hmm. watching a game, that's fun. You know what I mean? Like if it's a couple of people and you know, you're Sunday afternoon and sure. getting some food and some drink, then it's fun. But I do enjoy this experience of live sports when I go like basketball. Um, I'm not as big into hockey, quite honestly. Uh, I find basketball more energetic sport sure. and a lot more fast paced and I mean, fast in a different way. In a different way, right. but also I find the crowd a little bit more like when in basketball because it, basketball is a way more accessible sport I find than um, hockey. People are more familiar with it, sure. and the types of people who go to the games seem to just go to have fun and right. to like actually root on for for fun reasons. You're not really going to have a basketball brawl, whereas. Right. Hockey, I find like the fans are a little too rowdy and rowdy and like, um, and also like, you know, 
speaking of hockey in Canada and two teams like the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Montreal Canadiens, it's it's a it's a whole other thing. Oh, it is. Here's something interesting. Are there any teams to your recollection that have plaid or tartan mm. in their design? Good question. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't, not that not that come to mind. Well, I guess that would be distracting, right? Would it not? I don't know. I just think it's not something that maybe in soccer or perhaps I don't know. I don't know what rugby, maybe. It's funny you should mention rugby. When I was in Vancouver, I was in the hotel that the All Blacks were staying in. Oh, amazing! Yeah, so I saw all these rugby players that were huge and just they were just like big guys who like were rugby players. I would see them in the elevator and I was on the floor with the All Blacks, oh. and it was pretty cool. Was it rowdy? A little bit. A little bit was, but then. Thankfully, I was in a hotel that once you closed the door, it was pretty soundproof. Mm. It was a really, but it was really interesting to see to be on the floor with the All Blacks because I was constantly going up and down the elevator with All Blacks, and I was like, "Yeah, I guess this is my rugby team." And what a rugby team to I have! I know. I love the dance that they do at the beginning, or yeah. like the ceremonial kind of. Um, yeah, I guess dance. I mean, what else would you call it? I guess. No, I think it's a ceremonial sort of. Um, I don't know if you'd call it a dance. Like, like what would it be? It? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. It's, it's a Maori. Um, uh, but is it uh, oh, like a, a ceremonial uh, ritual? Um, yeah, I know it's pretty. It's pretty intense, but it's really like it, it's enjoy. It, it, it's pretty cool. Like they they have a certain energy as well, uh, and the all backs are pretty awesome. Is it called a haka? Is that yeah, what it's called? Uh, yeah, something like that, right? I think it's called a haka. It's a like a war cry dance. I don't know what yeah, would you call it. Like, yeah, I know. I don't like the word dance feels off, but um, it's. I think it's called a haka. I want to say haka, like H A K. I can't remember, but it's something like that. Anyways, yeah. I totally know what you're what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, so interesting, like you know, from plaid to sports. I know. We go. There um, you go. So. Yeah, so you wore kilt. It's funny, my, my school had a kilt, but the... Uh, what did the boys wear? The they wore, we wore, um, <clears throat> I like to use the term slacks. Okay, yeah, <clears throat> I know gray, exactly what you mean. Gray slacks, yep. white shirt, yep. either a burgundy tie if you were a senior, mm -hmm. or a blue striped tie that sort of mimicked the kilt of, that, the, that the women wore. We wore ties And a well. cardigan, and you yeah. had to wear a cardigan. Yeah, we wore a kilt... With a white shirt mm -hmm. and a navy blue sweater or blazer. There was a blazer okay. as well. Uh, so you, the blazer was like the formal wear um, with a tie. And your tie as... So so interestingly enough, my school, when I was... I had gone there from grade 2 to um, grade 11. Where in, in Quebec, you, you go to high school until grade 11. Okay. Until grade 11? Yeah. And or was then 11th you, grade? Oh, 11th and then you do... Two years of Seja. Right. So what does that even mean, uh, Seisha? It means big waste of time for two years. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, so, uh, but halfway through my time in high school, they actually switched over. They they did a refresh on the um, uniform. Okay. And so it went from like an older uniform that had been there probably for like 30, 40 years to a more modern version. Okay. Um, and the ties actually 
were house ties. So you belonged to a house. Oh, like... Like, like Hogwarts. Oh, cool. I think you mentioned that once before. Yeah. yeah. So your tie had, like, the colors of your house on it. And what house did you belong to? Delta Beta. Oh, the Gryffindor of the group. The Gryffindor of the group, <laughs> totally. It was all, like, sports and okay. very, like... How's your Quidditch game? My Quidditch game is top-notch. Oh, that's great. That's great. <laughs> um, we were looking at some of the places that listen to our podcast, mm-hmm. and we wanted to mention one of the cool cities that happened to have some listeners from. Well... Cool city indeed. It's actually uh, Hayes, Kansas. Hayes, H A Y S or H A Z E? Like no, H A Y S. Okay. Um, so shout out to Hayes and and to our listeners there. It's uh, Hayes has a really interesting history. Have actually. you ever been to Kansas? I have not. Have you? No, but it's one of the places I really want to go to. Really? Yeah, because it's like there's Kansas City. Kansas in yeah. Kansas City, Missouri. Mm, what's the difference? I mean, other than being in different states. Like, I don't know, I but that's why. what I want to find out. Oh, but I've had a friend who stayed who stayed in Kansas City, Missouri, and then he drove to Kansas City, Kansas. Do you think a lot of people mistake where they're supposed to be? I think most people, when they think of Kansas City, they think of Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah. They don't think of Kansas, Missouri. Missouri, unless you're from that part of the Midwest. Is it the Midwest? Is um, Kansas considered? Um. I'm, I'm, That's a good question. I'm always a little bit... I always find the Midwest to be a little bit of an obscure sort of, in my mind, yeah, obscure like sort of term. What What is the Midwest? But I tell us know. about Hayes and well, I'll Hayes figure out what the Midwest is. Well, Hayes actually has like a huge history as part of like the wild, wild west. You okay, know, like so. It used to be... So So I think... Um, it Like it's, it's close to Louisiana, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Well, hold on. Maybe I'm... Mistaking all, mistaking all of this, but um, yeah, it was part of like kind of like all those myths you 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 think about with the Wild West or the Old sure. West happened in Hayes, you know, like so there was like you know um, vigilante murders and and uh, sheriffs coming through town. And, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. This was Hayes. So this was Hayes. Oh, wow. Um, and so. It's a pretty, it's a pretty, it's got some cool, uh, some cool, um, historical roots. Uh, and it's also like, uh, got a huge population of German descent. Like 56% of the population is of German descent to the, to the point where they have their own like Oktoberfest, (laughs) which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it was a frontier town. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. That was the word I was looking for. Um, and we did an episode on tumbleweeds, so I bet there would be tumbleweeds in, oh, in I'm sure. Hayes. I'm sure. Uh, just while, while um, sorry to cut you off no, there for a nitty, but I'm just going to say there's 12 states um, in the north central United States that encompass the Midwest. Oh, Illinois. Okay. Indiana. Okay. Iowa. Good old Kansas that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Michigan. Minnesota. Missouri. Nebraska, North Dakota, Ohio, and South Dakota. And, sorry, Wisconsin. Did I say Wisconsin? Wisconsin uh, as well makes, makes up the 12, 12 states that are, the, are considered the Midwest. So When you think of the word Midwest, like what is the imagery that comes to mind? It, it, always, it always strikes me because Illinois is in the Midwest, right? I know that I Illinois is... I think right? of Chicago, right? Midwest. But then you get... Then there's like these frontier kind of 
um, states that I think of, like Kansas. I'm like, they're Midwestern, and then Minnesota's in there, and I think of Minnesota more as a northern state. Mm -hmm. So it kind of throws me off a little bit. But, um, yeah, it's just one of those things that I don't, like, New England, when you talk about New England, I get that. Right. Concept more right. than I do when it comes to the Midwest. Um, yeah. How many people live in Hayes? There's about 21,000, which is interesting. It's like the largest kind of uh, city, I guess, in northwestern Kansas. Okay. Which. Um, I love finding out about famous people from home, like places like, like that, like, like at my hometown, who's a famous person from there and whatnot. Um, certainly. You know, I would guess that was going to be like maybe a football player or maybe, you know, some right? some famous frontiersman or. Okay. Well, there's a bunch of Old West figures of that course. were famous, including Calamity Jane. Oh, she's from Hayes? Buffalo Bill or or lived in Hayes during a period. Okay. Um, General George, George Custer. Um, and then other ones uh, who have been born or lived in Hayes include the business magnate Philip. Anschutz. No idea who that is. U.S. Senator Jerry Morin. And feminist legal pioneer Francis Tilton Weaver. Wow. I want to know who Philip Anschutz was. He's some sort of wealthy individual. Mm -hmm. um, oh, he bought out his father's drilling company, Circle A Drilling. And then... Uh, he started to invest in like entertainment companies, um, co-founding Major League Soccer, as well as multiple teams, including the Los Angeles Galaxy, Chicago Fire, Houston Dynamo, San Jose Earthquakes, and the New York slash New Jersey Metro Stars. He also owned stakes in the in the Los Angeles Kings. Oh wow! So this guy had money, and he enjoyed his sports. Yeah. So there you go. Well. That um, sort of sums up uh, Hayes, Kansas. Thank mm. you for looking into that, Nitty. Um, maybe one day we'll record from Hayes, Kansas. Hayes. Good Hayes. old Hayes. We always say that we're going to record in these places. Have you been, I've asked you if you've been to Kansas. Amanda's been to Kansas. I haven't yet. No. Amanda's been to almost every state, She's though. got seven more to do. Interestingly enough, the sister cities of Hayes, Kansas are Santa Maria, Paraguay, Never been. And Xinjiang, China. Oh, wow. I wonder how, like, sister cities happen. Oh, that's a great question. Maybe one for the next podcast. That's great. Sister cities. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I know that there's a couple sister cities. Toronto has, I, I want to say Toronto is like Amsterdam, but we'll get into sister cities in a future podcast. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening to us talk about plaid and then delve into sports and then, and then Hayes. a shout out to Hayes. Does Hayes have any sports teams? Uh, it does. I think, well, it's like a college town, too. Oh, is it? So, um, it does. It has uh, Fort Hayes State University's athletic teams, which are known as the Fort Hayes Tigers. Go and, Tigers. Uh, they also compete in the NCAA division for, for a bunch of different supports. Um, and then they have the Hayes Larks which are the collegiate summer baseball team the Larks like a lark bird yeah oh cool and uh, a lot of sports teams have birds as their as their I don't know if it's mascot or what you would call like the team the team symbol mm-hmm 
Uh, and then from June to August in in uh, Hayes, you can find the Mid-America Rodeo Company, which puts on rough stock rodeo performances on weeknights, including saddle bronc and bareback riding, bull riding, and barrel racing, as well as professional horse racing events. So well, lots to do in Hayes, actually. Oh, well, thank you to our listeners from Hayes, and thank you for listening to our podcast today. As always, you can feel free to rate us on iTunes or um, write a review if you like. Thank you for listening, as Marco said, and we have been recording from...